Now, launched in 2019, Food Made Good Hong Kong is dedicated to making every meal served outside the home as sustainable as possible. It is the world's largest sustainability program for food service. And one of the key drivers behind their mission is their CEO and founder, Heidi Spurrell. She has lived and worked in London, Hong Kong, Tokyo, Rome, Amsterdam and Boston with various international organisations and she's determined to support the Hong Kong F&B sector and diners to appreciate and support good food practices. Let me welcome Heidi on the 123 show. Good afternoon to you Heidi. Good afternoon, Sadia. Thanks for having me. Oh, lovely to have you on the show. And I'm uh, totally impressed by the CV. My goodness, you've you've obviously travelled an awful lot. Now, now, Heidi, um, you know, we all love food. We all love eating out. But, you know, first of all, I suppose there's been a lot of challenges, haven't there, in the last couple of years. How are things looking at the moment? Absolutely. And I think the restaurant sector has been um, hit hit hardest um you know globally the sector hires an enormous number of people um the challenges that we face in hong kong as you've heard are just getting even um even harder um we know with covid a lot of businesses are really struggling um and um seeing many closures um fortunately in the food made good membership um we, we've we've only seen a few drop off um so, so that might there might, might be something to say around that however um i think what we've seen and and it's just been incredible is the resilience of some of these restaurants and how many of them are actually pivoting um to survive and getting really creative you know restaurants that wouldn't normally Mm. um dare to think of serving food via delivery um, and now thinking about well how can we either redesign the the boxes that we use or, or source different boxes or redesign our menus completely so it's creating um it's it, you know it's forcing a lot of creativity in the sector and, and that's great and it's not just the restaurants it's also the bars um setting up master classes um there's a lot yeah, of creativity i suppose it's a different way of thinking and we wouldn't have actually been able to think like that if it hadn't been for the challenges that we face that's right isn't it now for you you know 2019 you launched this now for people who aren't familiar with, with the work that you do, what is, what is your mission, apart from obviously, you know, going to people and making sure they know about these things? What else is there? Absolutely. So um, we are a chapter of the UK Sustainable Restaurant Association, and this organisation has been around for around 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very much um, a solid framework um, that supports the sector. So, so it's looking holistically at what the challenges are um, through sourcing issues, societal issues, and also environmental issues. And uh, we set up the program here two years ago um, uh, through a license program. And the idea is that the mission is to support the food service sector in operating as sustainably as possible so that we can scale what we call a sustainable food system. And I know it sounds um, sort of a, a bit of what well what is a sustainable yeah. food system yeah i was just going to so ask it, you it, what is it <laughs> yeah yeah and and it's a good question because the the challenges are complex they're far and wide and what we, we aim to do is to provide this um program where um members um can not just learn about what the challenges are but also take action so it could be things like food waste and plastics that's discussed a lot in public but mm. actually if you look behind every plate of food there are a lot of 
invisible issues, if you like, mm. um, such as, you know, what are we um, paying our apprentices? Um, are our, the food that we put on our menu, is it nutritious? Um, you know, upstream deforestation, about 70% of the world's grains are grown to feed animals. Mm -hmm. So how does that make sense when one in nine um, are going hungry every day on, on a global level? Um, we also have a lot of challenges around seafood. You might have seen the Netflix show Seaspiracy that sort of brought it to the fore. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of challenges around um, extinction. Um, pesticides, your your speaker earlier on talked about, you know, the drones, sure, um, which sure. is fascinating. Yes. Um, uh, you know, antibiotic, antibiotic resistance, these are all issues that are happening behind the scenes. And so what we're trying to do is bring them to the fore, um, do a lot of educational work and through our monthly meetups. And then the way it all sort of comes together is through an audit. So we audit restaurants. Um, if you've heard of ESG, that's sort of what corporates use for measuring their sustainability. Well, we do it through our audits. We see ourselves as a gold standard for um, sustainability reporting and auditing. Um, but focused solely on the food service sector. So do, with that we have our... Yeah. Sorry. So do restaurants, um, for instance, in Hong Kong, do they kind of opt in? You, was, you were mentioning that you've got members. So as a restaurant in Hong Kong, is that something that they would come to you for and say, well, look, we would like to make sure that we do the right things. So can you just put us on the right path type thing? Is that how it works? Absolutely. It's both ways. Um, we would approach restaurants that we... We are approached by restaurants, hotels, caterers. It's not just the, the outlets themselves. As long as uh, these businesses are serving food in a public space, we can work with them. Mm -hmm. So, yep, we, we do get approached and, and we, we audit them. We, we It's all evidence-based, so, so there's no cheating. Mm -hmm. um, and then we, we file a report with some recommendations. And the idea is that we support them on their journey to sort of figure out what's going to be an easy win for you and what's going to take a bit longer. So it's not just throwing a report sure. at you really helping you to implement those changes because at the end of the day it is about changing the status quo is there an appetite things. is there an appetite in hong kong for that change because i mean i can understand that you know especially now with all the pressures people just want to get back to business and just keep things moving but you know to do this to be much more aware and aware of the types of things you're bringing in are people ready for that they do want to have that change Absolutely. I think it's a good question. And I won't say say that it's easy yeah. because, of yeah. course, becoming a member, there's going to be a cost associated with it. Um, not very expensive, by the way. I always say it's akin to a gym membership. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, what I've been saying to businesses is, you know, it, it is sort of a downtime. Use this opportunity to start to think about these changes that you can make um, get audited and let us support you um, because it's not going to be a perfect time. But but we have so much evidence now that consumers want, um, you know, more sustainable mm, options, mm. whether it's in restaurants, whether it's shopping at the supermarket. Um, you know, there's plenty of research now yeah. that just... No, I think there's generally a lot of awareness now and people do want that and they do want the food in front of them to know exactly where it's coming from and that it's good and wholesome and stuff. Now, you've also become part of a B Corp. And what does that mean? Like for people who are not familiar with that, what, how will that change things? For us, it was very much about um, telling the world um, we're serious. You know, mm -hmm. we walk the talk on sustainability because you might know that it's it's sort of a space that is so new that it's very easy to just there's a lot of greenwash out there and there's not you're not sure where to go and what to believe. Um, not necessarily because these 
these organizations um, are just uh, trying to, you know, um, put anything out there is often it's just because the science is always changing. Mm -hmm. um, and I can give you an example of that. Um, a lot of restaurants started buying PLA, which is kind of a plastic that is made from um, plants. And we thought, oh, well, let's all pay 10 to 20% more for this um, alternative. It's better for the planet and then using plastics. But actually, if you don't have the infrastructure in your city to, to deal with it at the end of life, then you're just paying for nothing. It'll still end up mm -hmm. in the landfill and, mm -hmm. and, you know, end up as microplastics. So it's just helping people to understand in an authentic, incredible way. So what the B Corp does is uh, we've gone through the system. We've been audited. You know, um, we truly are a sustainable organization and we walk the talks and we can help. So you, it's your experience um, that you give to them. That way it saves them the energy of going through it all, all from scratch, right? Well, it's showing that we yeah. are genuine yes. when we say that, you yes. know, we understand what sustainability sure. is, what it stands for. And we join globally around 4,000 organizations like this. That's amazing. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, this is what we probably need to encourage because it's just a matter of when people see the change and see the difference, then they would be more than happy to, to join it. But also, you've also got a, a special campaign, um, which the One Planet Plate campaign, what... Well, how is that going to change? And is that something you can put into motion now, given the pandemic, et cetera? Absolutely. I'm glad you brought it up because it's um, it's a campaign that started in the UK in 2018 with our partners, WWF. And then in Hong Kong in 2020, we brought it to life again, running workshops. And the idea is that all restaurants um, and all diners can choose to, to eat sustainably. And um, so there's five criteria around low waste, um, low carbon, sustainable seafood, um, local and seasonal. Um, so, so there's some, there's a criteria that the recipes have to fit have to fit so we okay. invite restaurants and it doesn't cost them anything to to pick a recipe that fits one of the criteria and says um this is our sustainable dish on the menu and it we also highlight them on our website oneplanetplate.org um i should mention that the 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 campaign is um presented by hsbc without their support we couldn't run it globally but um the idea is that if you're a diner you can go to this this website and find restaurants that are sustainably minded and then for restaurants it's a great way to promote the idea that they're starting their sustainability journey and they're interested in moving into this space. Mm -hmm. So is that has that campaign taken off now? So have you got a number of restaurants in Hong Kong that are going for that? Absolutely. So um, we have around um, 25 restaurants in Hong Kong um, that have helped us kick this off. Um, but officially, it's launched in Singapore and mm -hmm. in, in the UK. Because of what's happening in Hong Kong, we sort of stepped it um, down a bit. We will not be officially launching. However, you can find Hong Kong restaurants okay. on the oneplantplate.org website and uh, some you know others around the world. And so I encourage listeners to, to go there and, and be inspired. Um, you know, cook at home if you can't eat out currently yeah. um, there's lots of great recipes on there I suppose you know at this stage quite a few people we've not been out you know it's not easy to eat out lately and the moment that things like you know organic things come in or sustainability people immediately get into the mindset that what they're going to eat or where they're going to go is going to be much more expensive is that is that a kind of recurring theme that does happen that people just think no no I'm not going to do it because it's going to be much more expensive so how much of that can we change will that change over time absolutely and i and i want to bust that myth because yeah, it, it yeah. does always cost more it's that's just, right it's very much about a mindset um, yeah 
you know, um, one of our restaurants um, in the Meraki group, um, I don't know if you know them, and Badu and uh, Umanota, that's that, that group of restaurants mm-hmm. in, in Central, in Peel Street, you know, um, they, they took to, they did the audit with us and then they put, ran through some of the recommendations. They started doing things like removing all single single um, plastic bottles yeah, yeah. Um, of water. You know, you can sure. get your fizzy water and we love it, right? But the idea of it being imported um, all the way from Europe, it's its absolutely unnecessary. We can still get that quality um, without, you know, ha- you know having to, 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 to run up all of these carbon sort of these miles. Um, so they, they switched to filtration water and um, it, the quality's there. Um, the diners like it and, and they're not paying more um, for their water when they're sitting in. Um, and they're also working um, to deal with their food waste as well, managing it properly. And and over time, of course, there's going to be an upfront cost for the businesses, mm-hmm. um, but, mm-hmm. but the return on investment is fast. And we've got lots of case studies to show that. Sure. And I think um, the idea around sustainable diets, you're saying it's more expensive. If you eat more plants, plant-based food, whole plant-based foods, um, it can cost less than eating very rich yeah, kind of yeah, meat protein meals. I think it's all about education as you said that there are myths out there and people do think they just automatically think oh no this is no I'm not going to have that because of this. So how much work are you doing say you know to educate say younger people in schools and, and kids are growing up in families and stuff is there a lot of work going on in that area as well? It's definitely an area we want to look at, but primarily our audience for the moment is, is the restaurant. Is the restaurants, yeah. um, but through the One Planet Plate campaign, we can definitely um, use that campaign to to introduce the concept of what is sustainable dining. And we are looking to grow, um, not just working with restaurants, but bringing it to to consumers and diners. And and as you say, education. It's got to be. If you don't have that awareness, how can you make those shifts? No, absolutely. Now, just to end with. Um, Obviously, we have the pandemic at the moment. Now, how would you see, let's hope that things settle down. What's the best kind of tips that you would give now once we come towards the end of it, I hope, for restaurants? What's, what do you think? How should they deal with their things as soon as things get moving again? Um, you, do you mean both restaurants and diners yeah, in general? Yeah. And um, so I get asked this quite often, you know, what are the top three things that you do just in general? Um, so food waste is a massive issue. Mm-hmm. So as much as possible, you should be trying to, to waste less. Um, that, that, you know, you might have heard the stat that if food waste was a country, it'd be the third largest in terms of yeah. its emissions. Yeah. Um, so managing your food waste, um, increasing your plant consumption, we could all do better. You know, it, it's better for the planet. It's better for um, our own health. Um, so I think those would be the two core things, um, managing your waste and um, and eating a more plant-forward um, diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Haideep, thank you very much for coming on the programme today and some vital things there. But I think, you know, it'd be lovely to have you on again and, you know, when things start moving a little bit more. And certainly on a Tuesday, we we love talking food. So um, please do come back and tell us how the campaign goes. But thank you very much. Some really important things there. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks ever so much. All right. Bye bye. 